Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'm feeling outclassed and outnumbered. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And outnumbered is correct, Remington, because as all the lovely people who have the ability to read a podcast title know, we in fact have a very special guest today. Uh, today, we are joined by the lovely Mitsugi uh, from the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, and he is here to share uh, his insights into the lovely world of anime. Mitsugi, welcome to the show. Listen, I'm just happy to be here, and I join you in my best and final form. Much like Frieza, I am as naked as I can possibly be without <laughs> being fully naked. I am sitting in my straight-up underwear just for you guys. I thought it would be the most uh, appropriate way to podcast today. And that's I'm, the podcasting outfit, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Yes. You don't wear pants when you're podcasting. Never. It is against the rules. If you want to <laughs> have a successful podcast, the pants have to come Socks off. Socks are right out. Yeah. <laughs> they inhibit your talking muscles. Get that yeah. shit out of here. That's right. Why, guys? The closest you're allowed is a very weeby slipper. Listen. <laughs> Listen, uh, Sean, we had you over on episode 574 of our podcast, and I had such a great time talking with you that day that I thought I'd come join you guys. So, <laughs> so, so you've yeah. just invited yourself on your sh on our show. Is that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we didn't, we didn't I, even I, invite him. He was just like, I, I'm here now. Let's record. <laughs> I felt a special connection that day, and, and I just needed, I needed to confirm that it was real, and that's why I'm here today. <laughs> But no, seriously, no, guys, I, I am probably the oldest podcaster in the history of the world. And we've been podcasting for like t almost 12 years and we're on episode 583 now. If you want to check out our, our aged and humble podcast, you can do it over at aaapodcast.com. And, uh, you know, just watch me mull around in like my walker with the tennis balls on the bottom. <laughs> you know, that's, that's pretty much how it'll be. And I'll fall down much like Master Roshi. So, yes, oh. but... Are Truly, you our podcast stands on the shoulders of giants here. I'm definitely... There, no one can possibly be more of a pervert than Master Roshi, so... <laughs> this is very true. This is very true. Except for, like, every other light novel author these days. Like, oh, my Christ. Uh, I, I'm, so I'm just hoping that this isn't some, some, like, fucked up foreshadowing of whatever the anime is this week. Oh, Rem, do you think I would do that to a guest on our show? That I would put them through the ringer of some really torturous moe... A sexy bullshit type of show. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't put it past you. Are we gonna watch Super <laughs> Lovers? No. <laughs> Probably not this time, and I don't know if Rem would be able to properly handle that one. Oh, There's that new Fireman show that got a sequel. What what is that called? Uh oh, Yubi Saki Kata Honki Netsujo. Oh, we should watch that. Mm, I heavily disagree. <laughs> I, I am I am both confused and afraid of this conversation and the direction it's taken. It's okay, Rem. Like, as uh, folks are aware, you are not really in tune with the anime community, and you don't hear a lot about uh, 
the more external sides of the anime community is the way I'm going to phrase that. Yeah, so not really, at all. so really, you're better off not knowing at this point. Remy, <laughs> Remy, can I call you Remy? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I can't call you Rem because I just picture you like frolicking in a maid outfit somewhere in ReZero. <laughs> but just <laughs> come sit next to Grandpa Mitsugi. It'll be it'll all be okay. And have a Werther's <laughs> original, and uh, it'll be fine. This is this is a bit strange. It's a bit like looking into like a dark mirror of our future, Remington. I uh, hey, not hey, <laughs> listen, listen. With with all due respect, if I am still watching anime a decade down the line, something's gone wrong in my life. That may be your dream, Sean. It's it's just not mine. <laughs> You'll be just like us. Oh God, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that is many people's dream. Uh, but <laughs> uh. don't worry, Rem. You'll 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 understand where we come from one day. Uh, but for right now, uh, we actually have an anime to talk about today. Uh, which is very rare for this show. I'm sure oh, you're yes. aware, Remington. Uh, and it's a it's a currently airing anime this time around. Uh, Ooh, we've been okay. doing a lot of currently airing ones recently, just because we gotta rake in the views somehow, right? We're we're, we're so hipping with it. Yeah, we know exactly what the kids are into these days, uh, which is why we brought Mitsugi. <laughs> yeah, the kids. The love kids them. love me. <laughs> Uh, and today is a very uh, interesting show, to say the least. Uh, it is a sh- lovely show by the title of Tokyo Revengers. Uh, Remington, have you heard of this one before at all? Uh, the only, like, grasping at straws similarity is is Tokyo Ghoul, which I can hardly remember in of itself. Uh, uh, t- but other than that, I got no clue. Uh, it okay. sounds It sounds like some shonen bullshit. Good news, <laughs> Remington. Uh, it is nothing like Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> Except that maybe there's a little bit of that that good, good edge involved. Okay, okay. Uh, is it shonen bullshit like I guess? Well... It does technically have the shonen tag. Wait, why am why I'm I asking you? Let me ask let me ask the, the one who knows everything. Mitsugi. Uh it's a shonen <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't watched this anime. I mean, why would I spoil the experience? Listen, I'm too fixated on the fact that, as is so often happens with our anime, Revengers is in fact confirmed to not be a word. So yep. I had to confirm that. <laughs> and uh it, you know, I was watching Blue Seed the other night, an ancient anime from like the Action Channel. Mm-hmm. It's on, it's on Retro, uh, Retro Rush, and there's a lyric in the opening theme song where they say, "Mysterious Tokyo, give me your f- foxy night." And I was like, "What does that exactly mean?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Exactly." It's always about trying to figure out what the hell these Japanese titles and lyrics mean. Just like I don't know what a Revengers is. So well, I know I'm, what I'm happy to share this this foxy night with you boys. Aw. I didn't realize I was going to get sweet and romantic in this episode. <laughs> this is this is more than I bargained for. I was expecting like a nice good spread of uh, anime experience across the board to keep things interesting. Uh, but instead, we're getting a we're getting a little saucy. Never we're, say we're spread a to a man in his underwear, okay? <laughs> 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 we we are a wholesome, albeit somewhat naked, uh, Christian podcast all about proper, wholesome, pure things. Uh, which is why we're talking about Tokyo Revengers today. And uh, in wholesome anime fashion, uh, Tokyo Revengers uh, really begins with a very sad excuse of a man. All right. So main uh, character, Sean, what's next? Okay. Hold on. Listen <laughs> here, bud. <laughs> mm. Listen here, mm. 
just because the main character is kind of kind of a wimp and kind of a wet blanket does not automatically mean that I am the perfect analog for this character. Dropping hot rocks. Especially considering that this character in junior high was the exact opposite of me. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, t- tell me more, Sean. Sorry for interrupting. <laughs> no, no, no. Completely fair. Completely fair. Uh, this is one of the new anime of the spring 2021 season. It is currently airing. It currently has 13 episodes as of this uh, recording. And uh, it is by the uh, uh, studio known as uh, Leiden Films. Uh, the reason you don't recognize that name, Remington, is because we have not covered an anime from that studio. Okay. Except, f- except for, uh, I believe, Cells at Work, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yes. Uh, although I could be misremembering my studios because it turns out there's a lot of anime studios out there in the world. <laughs> uh, Japan specifically. But uh, this one is a uh, kind of a mystery anime, Ooh. Remington. Mm. Intriguing. Yes. Uh, but as all good mysteries start, it starts with our wimpy protagonist. Uh, uh, Takamichi uh, Hanagaki is uh, kind of just a very sad adult, kind of moving from dead-end job to dead-end job, uh, just kind of meekly moving through life and not really enjoying himself. He's kind of just a really sad, you know, young adult. You know, we all went through that phase in, like, our early 20s. Uh, where we were just thinking, well... <laughs> wait, wait, does it end? <laughs> Don't give us hope if there's no hope. (laughs) Look, I have to assume that in the greater world, there are some people that are put together. Uh, People that don't make anime content on the internet. Those are the people that I assume have it all uh, under wraps and under control. Uh, Yeah, I suppose we have a a bit of a skewed sample size here. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's a little weighted on one side of the spectrum, unfortunately. And... Uh, uh, one day, uh, Takamichi is just, uh, having a kind of a normal boring day, uh, when on the news, he hears a shocking tale of a gruesome murder and a name he recognizes. Uh, a, uh, the murder of his first and only girlfriend in his entire life, back from when he was in junior high, uh, was recently brutally murdered in a armed conflict, uh, in the middle of Tokyo. So it was like a gang-based con, con, uh conflict uh so you know nice happy cheery start uh so you know feeling sad and depressed about that he just kind of continues about his day and until he gets to the subway station or the train station either way i can't remember uh off the top of my head which it is but i'm pretty sure it's just a normal train station because tokyo doesn't have a whole lot of subways if i recall correctly uh i've got new york on the brain don't know why (laughs) basically the same no difference tokyo new york what's the difference uh, except for, you know, decades upon decades of culture, but that's fine. Uh, and he gets to the train station and is just kind of mulling about things in his head when suddenly he is pushed in front of the train. Train Kun. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Tra- train Kun, the lesser known cousin of, uh, of Truck Kun and Bus Chan, uh, has come to, uh, claim another victim during which his entire life flashes before his eyes. The whole anime is a flashback inside his mind? Well, kind of, but also not. All right, so th- let me get, he's, is, is it going to be like good old Groundhog Day solve murder? Bill Murray's in this? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Murray is my favorite magical girl. Bill Murray is my waifu. I thought I was your waifu. That, oh, it all oh, comes out. Look, look, look. I thought we I, had a thing, okay? I, I, I didn't want to tell you this, but 
after I saw Bill Murray in Groundhog Day for the <laughs> at least seventh time, I, I, I realized that the only option remaining was that I, I have to demote you to Husbando. I'm oh sorry. Oh my god. I didn't wow. I didn't want it to go this far. You think but, you know a guy. But Bill Murray just has that special place. At least until next season when something inevitably replaces it, because anime fans are fickle. Uh, <laughs> I would cheat on you with but, Bill Murray too, to be fair, so it's all good. <laughs> hey. My girlfriend is very much aware that Bill Murray is my celebrity chief. <laughs> All right, so so are we getting, uh, is Bill Murray the star of this uh, anime, Sean? Well, considering I already told you that the main character is kind of a wet blanket wimp, uh, no. Oh. Uh, but we, uh, he gets pushed in front of the strain and we get this massive flashback to uh, what he views to be the best time of his life. Uh, his second year of middle school, <laughs> which, oof. Oh no. If that, listen, folks, if your second year in middle school is what you genuinely consider to be the highlight of your entire life, that's some real sad stuff. <laughs> do, do you guys ever just wonder, like, have I lived my best day or my best year and it'll just never get better than that moving forward? You guys, you guys ever just, just ponder that in the covers late at night, <coughs> sobbing over some Ben and Jerry's? I mean, in Japan, you know, for, starting in high school, they pretty much push push people through a really grueling education system, and then they have to enter the Japanese workforce. So, oh if, you, if you're ever wondering why so many anime are like about middle schoolers, I think it's because that's pretty <laughs> it's, much it, the best time of your life. That's the peak. <laughs> as sad as that is. Yeah, yeah cultural differences, man. Oh, they fuck. are heavy-handed. Uh, <laughs> but in this comedy podcast, uh, <laughs> lies. We like to we like to talk about some fun things, uh, and and what's funner than reliving uh, his uh, second year of middle school, which he views to be the best time in his life? It was a time when he had a girlfriend, and he was actually also a full on uh, delinquent. Actually, wow. Yeah, uh, uh, bleached blonde hair, uh, walked around with a gang, tried to be one of those really cool tough guys that walk around. Uh, with those super baggy pants and like oversized uniforms, very, very uh, reminiscent of the uh, Yankee style of the late '80s and early '90s. Uh, I love it. And yeah, no. And he flashes back to this time, and he's like, "Ah, yes, this is a very vivid flashback." As I am currently about to die, and it's just reminiscing that whole time when he starts to realize, "Hang on a second, that's not exactly how I remember this happening." And he suddenly realizes that he isn't so much having a flashback as much as he is back in his uh, younger self's body. He has done essentially a mental time leap. Okay. And so is is he going to try and and stop the murder of this girl now? Oh. Mm. Predictions. You hit hit the nail on the head, Remington. Yes, because this is a bit of a time-traveling murder mystery story. Uh... And what better way to solve crimes than by stopping them before they could even possibly happen? And maybe fixing his life in the process. It's hard to say. I love delinquent anime. I loved him in Slam Dunk. Eikichi <laughs> <laughs> Onizuka is my spirit animal, 100%. Mm-hmm. And all, I can just hope that they beat the hell out of each other the way that they do in Slam Dunk and Yu Yu Show. That would be so fantastic. I'm hoping oh, for Oh, that it. would be really good, wouldn't it? Uh, you know, come to think of it, we have not done Yu Yu Hakusho or Slam Dunk on this show yet. I'm vaguely familiar with one of those. (laughs) I mean, we've done, like, well over 160 episodes at this point, and we just haven't touched those yet. I might need to bump those up in the schedule, because it's been a while since we've done, like, a good strong anime from the 90s. Do you guys go after anime that are that long? Because that's pretty long stuff. Uh, generally speaking, we try to do first looks, first and foremost. And uh, if we get enough requests, we'll come back and revisit things. 
Uh, like for this anime, we're only gonna watch the first three episodes just to start with. And uh, we'll have a good discussion about it and we'll see what everybody thinks. If this is a good premise, if they are executing it well, if the wet blanket can relive his days as a uh, young delinquent uh, effectively, or if he just is a wet blanket delinquent surrounded by actual delinquents. Uh, and maybe we'll see part of a mercy, mer a mercy, part of a mercy. Uh, It'll be I okay, speak so. on the internet for uh, entertainment purposes, folks. Uh, part of a mystery get set up and partially solved. And hopefully you guys enjoy it. But if not, tearing it apart should be quite a bit of fun. Do you guys <laughs> have any good. questions before we jump into it? Uh, I don't. I just can't wait to go along with this kid on his journey when he, when he peaked in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna fix, he's gonna fix that too while he's solving the murder. So yeah. maybe yeah, that, maybe I'll I'll learn what it means to truly live from a Japanese <laughs> middle school delinquent. And maybe I'll put pants on. <laughs> we'll see. Plot twists could happen. So without further ado, let's jump in to some Tokyo Revengers. Previously. My girlfriend is very much aware that Bill Murray is my celebrity chief. Much like Frieza, I am as naked as I can possibly be. <laughs> Up next. Butt chug. You pulled your dick out, smacked it on the table, but like the other guy just has a butcher knife and is ready to chop it off. And, and why? Why did you do that? Um, Speaking of getting laid for a moment, does anybody find it weird? Now, back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming three whole episodes of 2021's Tokyo Revengers. And Remington, Mitsugi, I really want to know what you think about these uh, time-traveling gangster kids. So let's get straight into it, shall we? You know, I, I am I am mm, going to... Uh, I'm going to defer to our lovely guest to to give the, some, of, some of their thoughts first before, before I, I start. Are you trying to cater your uh, your words so that you don't offend our lovely guests or find the most? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Good luck with I'm, that. I'm hoping, I'm hoping they agree with me so that uh, people will get angry at him before they get angry at me. But we'll see how it goes. <laughs> oh. Do, do you have a regularly people... enraged fan base? Yes. Oh, people are going to be very, specifically at me. They're going to be angry at me today. Let me no. put it that way. L oh, wow. Okay. Let me put it to you this way, uh, Mitsuki. Uh, one of our most listened to episodes is our Attack on Titan episode. Oh, God. And some of the most death threats we've gotten for doing this show wow. have been in regards <laughs> mo mo to the Attack on Titan episodes. Most people, they can kindly disagree, but there, there's a subsection that, uh, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Go fucking light yourself on fire and die, you assholes. I think that's a yeah, word for an yeah. email. Did you send that There's one? There's the spirit. Jeez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, so Mitsuki, what, what, were, what were some of your thoughts on uh, Tokyo Revengers? Well, I thought there was entirely not enough pompadour. Um, you know, I, um, in, the, in, a, in a delinquent anime, I, uh, I, I must measure the, the sort of efficacy of the show based on its you know, based on the strength of its pompadours. You measure it in total combined inches across the cast. And, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there was a single person that even even stacked up to what Kuwabara would have. Uh, to be fair. Know. Yeah, there, there were some... Kuwabara. There were some, like, sort of sort of pompadours, but no, there, there wasn't any, like, true pomp action. There was no full commitment to the pomp action. Yeah. As a, as a, fully, as, as a fully bald man who goes with the <laughs> shaved head look, I... I truly appreciate 
the just the brazenness of a pompadour. It's just very nice. You know, we all want what we can't have, so to speak. <laughs> but in all seriousness, you know, the uh, I I do like these sort of delinquent anime sort of themes quite a lot. I'm I'm a huge fan of Slam Dunk. Uh, just because I love sports, but also because it's just this fantastic, you know, first 25 episodes of just delinquent kids just beating each other senseless. Uh, <laughs> Eikichi Onizuka is one of my favorite anime characters of all time. Uh, I think he's just completely fantastic. I love the the delinquent aspect of Yu Yu Hakusho and so many other shows. And so this one has a pretty pretty solid amount of that. So I, I definitely enjoy the show for for that aspect of it. I I don't know. I guess I I guess I'm not really into too much of like the cutesy stuff. So I like I I'll take like delinquent kids bludgeoning bludgeoning each other with bats <laughs> and stuff like that. But before I'll take like you know the the girls from K on like you know having their third their third round of strawberry shortcake. And yeah um, yeah. You know I think the they can fight, was, but they shan't love. <laughs> that's right. They have to be dark and edgy and violent. That's like a proper delinquent kid. As soon as they start talking about romance, that's when things go south. Sean, get me my bat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say it's that a, that was one of the better better moments. Yep. I'm enjoying the anime pretty well. You know, we'll talk about it more. But um, yeah. I will say that the main character, what the hell, the, these names. I'm never gonna get these names right in this show. They are. <laughs> um, I'm yep, watching the yep. dub, and um, the names are are pretty are pretty. I, the, the only ones like the only name I can remember is Sano, and even that yeah, is yeah. sort of not a uh, like a, a, a typical name for a Japanese person. Mm-hmm. I think it would be Asano. Yeah, it, it's it's all a little bit weird. Uh, to give some of uh, my my thoughts, uh, beginning introductory thoughts. Um, I unfortunately, we, we, Sean, we haven't covered like too many delinquent style things it's more like it's been a theme sometimes yeah there's occasionally uh, delinquents but... i think the closest we've gotten to a delinquent anime is actually mob psycho 100 if i'm thinking about it <laughs> i don't think that quite but... cuts it no but yeah it's yeah. got a lot of delinquents in it so <laughs> yeah and i i will say uh i was not super impressed by that side of things it just feels like even dumber action shonen like it, it felt like okay instead of any cool powers or anything we're, we're they're just they're just allegedly middle schoolers and th- i i did not care about any of the fighting it all felt dumb gratuitous there was no stakes and like the fighting itself maybe it would be neat if there were some decent action sequences there's i didn't think that there was uh and then the time traveling bits i think are really 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 dumb just not well thought out in the least uh yeah i was not a fan so that's my uh introductory thoughts ah so you're you're committed to pissing people off i see <laughs> what a rare stance for you to take remington fully I, I committing know, to the idea of Come making on, people Remy. upset <laughs> Let, let's let's delve into uh, the, the specific episodes and, and what's going on. We'll give our our thoughts about that. We we opened the show um, with in being introduced to uh, oh god, what's the main character's name even? Takamichi. Uh, Takamichi. Takamichi. He has this terrible, messy room. He gets news about the ex. He's living a terrible life, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right? He dies as He's you a cover. Yeah. Um. And he he wakes up from death and he's in middle school and already 
he's in the episodes we've seen he's woken up a couple times and every time he's like what oh yes i remember this is what was going on in my life at the time and this is when this happens oh oh wait what's what's this oh okay i remember it was it was something like this and it's like i i don't need him he he completely forgot about like these very formative moments i can accept maybe you forget about the details but some of these are like the formative moments of his whole life, but because he needs to explain it to the audience, he he has to go through an entire monologue remembering it. Wasn't a fan of that at all. <laughs> he's just a sad kid, you know. He's uh, you know, he's never seen a boob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't actually say that. Absolutely but tragic. But I'm pretty much gonna assume that because he said he was a virgin. And he's well, I guess they they do talk. They had a lot of like magazines and stuff. But does oh, that right. really uh, count? In, in episode one. So really. he's never seen a boob in real life, but he's he's at least and he's at least gotten the mags. Unless the magazine is sitting on a couch in the middle of the woods, you know, <laughs> I just don't think it really counts. <laughs> it's it's not real. It's not true. But his, yeah, but uh, yeah. his his life does suck. And I, I recall that at some point in the first two or three episodes, he said that he peaked in like his second year of middle school. I mean, that's pretty sad. It, yep. <laughs> So, yeah. but, but I mean, they're trying to set up, I, th I think they're trying to set up a character that eventually is going to become, you know, uh, a la like Chihiro from Spirited Away. You're going to start off like really meek and weak and weak. And by the end of the show, they're going to be a total re recreation of, where, of what they were. And so my suspicion is that they're, they're starting him off pretty low because by the end of the show, he'll be a totally different sort of character. That, that's what I'm hoping yeah. for. And I mean, it, it looks like it's in that direction. Uh, although I also, I, I have problems with the sort of direction I think it's going, but I'll talk about that in episode like two or three. Um, but yeah, so then they he, he meets with his old crew and they're looking for a fight and then they get their ass kicked by kids who are apparently just a year older. <laughs> um, they look way older though. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. It's, it's like, this is supposed to be like 13-year-olds versus 14-year-olds, but instead it's like 12-year-olds versus 22-year-olds minimum. Look, like you got to eat your vegetables, kids. That way you can grow up to look like a full Yakuza by the time you're 14. It's like in uh in 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 one year these kids grew facial hair and learned how to like and, and learned how to like shoot cocaine. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it, it, man, when they hit third year in middle school, shit changes, man. Shit changes. That's when we get you become to the a total asshole, asshole too. Oh god, that's a, oh, yeah, that's a, another comment I wanted to make. I, I know you guys oh, are yeah. going to cover the plot line, but these kids, especially <laughs> the ones in the what the hell's the gang called? The uh, uh, who knows, dude. Uh, the, uh, the Tokyo gang, Manji gang is that the one. Tokyo Manji. None of them look like they're in middle school. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, it's not pretty, even like a single one. You might think close. like maybe have one of them. No, not a single one. No, the they're they're one. a little. They're they're a little more in line with their age group than like the kids from Slam Dunk who are who look like they could be like four, like thirty five year old men, but you know <laughs> they've got like uh, probably sixteen seventeen year olds in Slam Dunk that that are like as big as Shaquille O'Neal with twice as much facial hair. It's it's pretty hilarious. But. I mean, it, it is the Wait. JoJo's school of uh, teenager size, really, with how. But see, for me, it, it loses a little bit of its luster because I think that for me. If if I were to enjoy a delinquent anime, it would be sort of because uh, like like imagine if either of you guys have read uh, The Outsiders, right? Stay Gold Pony Boy and whatnot. Like it would have that sort of feeling where there there's an emphasis on on youth uh, th through it all, but that is not present here at all because they just seem like adults. 
They and it's adults with bad action in the fighting, and that's all it is. And I, ah. but you know what? Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat that dead horse continually. Um, they, they get their butts kicked by the third years. Um, later on, um, late later on, you have uh, Takamichi. He's he's at the park and he's all being a sad sack, right? And he he stands up for the little brother of his girlfriend at the time and. They shake hands, and suddenly he's in the present. Uh, and, and he, like, tells the little brother, he's like, Hey, remember this day, take care of your sister. Um, and he teleport back to the present through the handshake where he survived. And then he sees the little brother who's now an adult and part of the police. And the brother is like, Oh, yeah, but also uh, the sister is still dead, though. And I, uh, I, I honestly didn't find Hinata to be, like, all that cute, though. She has sort of a, I don't know, she smacks of, like, of like real, of like railgun sort of her design. I don't know if it's the same same designer or the same studio, but um, I don't know. I didn't find like they talk her up for a, for quite a while. It's like you know she dies and he's he's all surprised by it and and um you she, know, he's she's reminiscing fine, about but... how how amazing she is and I'm like oh, you're yeah. not quite as like stunning as some of these other anime girls generally are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me it was like personality wise she was she was very cookie cutter. It was standard like. She has a heart of gold, and she's spunky, and that's her personality. She's compassionate and spunky, and that's it. Uh, and it's like, okay. Uh, I also, I, I, I will note, I hate the the sort of time-traveling philosophy of this show. I, I like the methodology, right? Because how it essentially works, as is explained at the start of episode two, uh, based on nothing, just a single anomalous data point, and the, the brother is like, oh, this is exactly how it works. If you shake my hand, you will go back 12 years, 100% always how it works. Uh, to the 4th of July. A, yeah, it's a bold so conclusion. We can set off. Hell yeah, dude. God bless America. Uh, it's a bold conclusion to make after, like, it happening exactly once. And mm. so it, it, that's a bit ridiculous. But then further than that, I, I like the idea that, okay, you go back a set amount of time, and so... Once a certain time is passed, right? Once it's further back than 12 years ago, that's locked in. I, I like that idea, right? But what I don't like is how there aren't many consequences. Like you tell a, a child to protect his sister, right? And it saves him. It changes the timeline enough to save his life, but change literally nothing else at all. Uh, all of the things that Takamichi is, is changing by going back in time, it... It only affects exactly what they need it to affect. Uh, and also, they're dumb as bricks about it. They are so dumb because, okay, the goal is to save uh, the girlfriend, right? Save save Hina. And that's the goal. So there's a lot of ideas, but instead, the best idea is like, hey, make sure the two gang leaders don't meet. That's the only idea? There's so many better options. Did they explain why? Why don't you why tell you Hina? I know that she was run over by like a trucker or whatever for the, that the gang owned, but which is like these middle schoolers are really like stepping up their game because they're just, <laughs> it's like it's like they were these little punks in middle school and now, and now they're like crashing trucks into storefronts and whatnot. But did, but, did, <laughs> yeah. but, look, look. but did he starting a teenage fight club is just a gateway uh, drug to murdering girls with trucks? You know, that's just the way it goes. The first, the first <laughs> of rule of fight club is murder girls oh, with trucks. It, yeah, yeah there you go. Trucks. The um, but did they ever explain how? Or why they they can't meet or whatever? I can't recall if, if the you know uh, so kid who the, turned into a cop actually said it or not. Uh, he did. Uh, the basic idea is that uh, the 
uh, to speak to your point, Remington, the idea was that, uh, yes, we could go back uh, at that day, but they'd have to wait 12 years to go to the exact day of to stop her from, you know, well, getting axed at that point. Uh, so they figured that the best way to go about it since, you know... Uh, or or here here's an idea. You go back and you just tell Hina, hey, don't go to this festival on this day. Ever. Just don't do it. It's too easy. Just don't. It's <laughs> too easy, you man. Can, Come on. Hell, you, you can go back. You you can get the lottery numbers, win the lottery, and then be like, hey, I, I let, let's get out of here. Let's it's we're in middle school, but also we've been adults for 20 years. Let's get out of here. Um, it, it'll be fine. Like there's so many possible options that aren't the actual plan of, all right, let me go get my ass kicked for a while and then try and figure out something along these lines. I don't know what I'm doing. Who knows how have, I'll accomplish this? We have contracts to meet. We have to, we have a certain episodes we need to fill. <laughs> don't, don't fuck with the system. Okay. <laughs> don't ask questions. Or, or, or the Tokyo Mon, or the Tokyo Mon, Manji. Momiji Manju gang will come and like uh, you know spiral out of Pompadour for you in your sleep. But it'll be on your ball area. And it's not going to be <laughs> a very good Pompadour. It's just going to be just kind of a little wispy thing that barely goes over your forehead. Man, your forehead. But, yeah, I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the nuts, son. Yeah, yeah. Well, little, little <laughs> nut pump. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it it just seems like the show is really really dumb and 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 oh, like I, the the brother is supposed to be super smart but this is the plan that was come up with i ah uh, it feels like the show the entire script was written in like one night and then they were like not going to revise it i got to say i mean to be perfectly honest with you i i have to watch a lot of anime for our podcast that are get that yep. gets selected by other podcast hosts so sometimes yep. things are not really my cup of tea but i have to watch them anyway and yeah. um, this show, I actually, I actually like it quite a bit. Um, this is a show that I that I will have to watch for my own podcast at some point because we're going to review it. But I don't know. I, I, I'm enjoying the show. You know, I mean, not everything in it makes perfect logical sense. Just like I didn't think a lot of things in Erased made a lot of sense, and I mentioned that because I think these anime are a little bit similar. Yeah. But um, but I'm enjoying the show. I think the main character is is pretty good. You know, I hope they don't jump back and forth through time too often because I don't want things to get too confusing the way that Steinsgate does. I um, you know, I just want to kind of chill out in one time or another. And if they want to go back and forth a few times, that's fine. But I'm just content watching delinquent kids beat the shit out of each other. You know? <laughs> I mean, I, it's um. I thought in episode three, well, we're, we're, we're going to get to it, but, you know, Takamichi or whatever the hell his name is, you know, he, he, oh, yeah. he has a big dick moment in, in, in uh, episode three that should get him laid, but I <laughs> don't think it will. But that will be one way to change time. He could at least go back speaking, to the present and have lost his virginity. Um, <laughs> speaking of getting laid for a moment, does anybody find it weird to, like, go back in time and still have just as strong of a crush on uh, on your girlfriend at that time when you have the brain 12 years later. Like, sure, I had girlfriends when I was 12 and 13, but if I were to go back in time now, I feel like it would be very difficult for me to muster up those same feelings. Well, I think you go to jail, probably. Yeah. It would, it would be very weird and awkward, and I'd be like, this is not okay. Yeah, but the justification <laughs> but I can think of is... It was literally the only girl he ever cared about, and his life was such a miserable piece of shit that seeing such a positive ray of sunshine back in his life is probably enough to make him not consider that aspect. Also, he's not very smart. I don't know if you've realized this, but he is not a smart lad. Like, look at his hair. Look at his hair. He's not that smart. 
Sure. Uh, let, let's quickly cover uh, what happens in episode two, because uh, it's pretty straightforward. Yep. Uh, time travel back, uh, and he time travels back to being mid-fight in a in a little fight club situation. He gets uh, knocked out through one hit, and then he gets beat up uh, by by the third years, including the semi-leader of these third years, who grabs a bat and just is ready to, to murder this child. He's, um, he's Jose Canseco on his ass. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was real bad for him. Yeah, he's he's not having uh, a good time. I would tell you his name, but uh, it genuinely doesn't matter. <laughs> who knows? It, no, no one cares. Uh, then later, school with friends, and it turns out that the fight for the next day has I've written down this name. I regret it because they are also irrelevant. Takia, one of one of like the friends, right, is gonna fight, and they're like, oh, he's really frail though. But we all know that he's really frail, right? This is, we all know this. This isn't just like what we're immediately establishing to try and get people to care about it right this moment, right? <laughs> uh, and so frail guy, he's he's getting ready for the fight. Um, and I, I was thinking there might be a, a neat character moment with one of the ensemble with the redheaded uh, friend who's sort of like the leader of their group. Uh, the guy, but the instead- guy, the, the guy that said, shit, I was about to pull out a shiv. Yeah, Not yeah, even a shiv, yeah. a full on like, long ass pocket knife like like and i was i was ready that could have been interesting it would have made other characters the focus which i would have appreciated uh but instead takamichi is like i'm done running i'm gonna go get my ass kicked which it, it's not like thought out at all it's a big dick moment as mentioned it was big a big dick he took moment. his big dick out and landed on the table and said look at this big dick but it it's it's a a, a dumb dick moment <laughs> it's you, you pulled your dick out smacked it on the table but like the other guy just has a butcher knife and is ready to chop it off. And and why? Why did you do that? He's not why using it any that? other way. He's not, he's not, you know. <laughs> Truth. And it's like, I'm done running. But that doesn't mean that the only path forward is to get your ass kicked more. Like you can confront the situation in other ways. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty, he's pretty clear that, you know, his task at hand is pretty difficult. And if he's, and if he's going to get it done, he has to not be such a pussy. I think it's pretty much but, where we were. But I that. don't think, I don't think the only way to not be a pussy is to get one's ass handed to them. Like, I think there's other options. Well, see, I think see, the thing is, there's Remington. more to the world. The thing is, Remington, you're not thinking like a young Tokyo delinquent. <laughs> I'm not. You've I'm got not. To, the most important thing when you're a young delinquent in Tokyo is that you've got to think about the manly aspect of every situation. And what's more manly than confronting the thing that you're most scared of head on? I think it is. Uh, that's like the, the, genuinely like the epitome of what toxic masculinity could be being like, yeah, the only masculine, the only way, the only single exclusive way to show off masculinity, getting your ass whooped. That's the only way. That's it. That's the list. <laughs> Like, there's a problem here. It just, I, I appreciate what they're going for, trying for the growth. Try, he's overcoming his cowardice. But like, I'm also just of the opinion of if your life was getting your ass handed to you and being brutally beaten down day after day, removing yourself from that environment isn't just like, okay, like that is smart to do that. Get yourself out of there, man. But how can you be a cool badass Yakuza? If you don't do these manly actions, I may or may not have been. <laughs> Takamichi is not going to be a cool, badass Yakuza. We don't know. We don't it's know where the story's is. going. It could change. Okay. If he turns into a badass Yakuza, then at some point, that Takamichi is not the same Takamichi. All right. They they switched at some point. Listen, after, <laughs> I, 
after that big dick moment he pulled in episode three, he's liable to, you know, rectify. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's liable to erectify the moment that he missed out on before. <laughs> he's going to go back to the fucking future. He'll be straight up Hugh Hefner, you know, maroon robe and all. You know, he's going to have a girl on his arm, a cigar in his mouth, and his feet all kicked up on a cushion. Oh, You just man. don't know. Yeah. I, uh, so th- then we get to episode three. We get introduced to um, to Sano, who's the one one of the two uh, leaders, one of the, the current leader, and one of the future uh, leaders of the gang that kills mm-hmm. uh, kills Hina. And Sano like interrupts, ends everything, uh, very forcefully befriends Takamichi. Is like, hey, I I like you, gumption kid, yeah. uh, and and joins with that. Um, there, there's some scenes with Sano where, like, he takes Takamichi from class. Hina tries to stop it in a moment where it's like, look how much spunk Hina has. Um, and then Takamichi comes to the conclusion, like, hey, Sano isn't actually a bad guy. I mean, he does just not, he is like a literal sociopath who just likes hurting people for fun, but he's, he's not that bad. I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess I sort of feel like he likes Takamichi because of the sort of delinquent code of honor. You know, I think that they, it's definitely a cliche in other anime that having guts gets you somewhere with these types yeah. of delinquents. So, you know, um, so it makes sense that Sano would like him for that reason. But but, but then um, why does Takamichi suddenly think Sano ain't that bad of a guy? It's like, because Sano can enjoy the sunset? Is that all it takes to be not that bad of a guy? He needs to remember that this guy killed his girl in the future, <laughs> pretty much. So, well, you've got uh, you know. there's uh, it's, I believe this anime is slated for uh, 14 episodes, if I'm remembering correctly. So there's plenty of time for uh, that to come to a head because yeah, no, the whole point of this is to uh, split these two ca- uh, these two potential characters up, and we'll have to see how that develops. Because I mean, there's still plenty of time for conflict. We have to remember that this is going to be this is very early in the series as well. Sure, I, I suppose my view is thus far the the premise of the show it's like delinquent anime with time travel, and I I I think the time travel is really poorly done and not well thought out, and that. It, along with many of the characters and the, like, motivations for actions, are really stupid. And I don't think a delinquent anime is necessarily my style. Because for me, personally, it feels like it lacks substance uh, in any significant way. However, if you are into delinquent anime, I think it has enough to carry it through. If if basically, if, if you just want to see middle schoolers beat the shit out of each other, oh, like yeah. it has that. Oh, it's yeah. very, it's it, very it good it. for that. It is quite good for that. <laughs> quite brutally too, I would say. It's not every day you watch uh, a, a grown man pretending to be a middle school or be a small child with a bat, you know? <laughs> it's just, uh, it's not an everyday occurrence, and I appreciate that we get that in this anime. But see, I, and I think my problem is, even when that was happening, and it was, like, brutal, and it was intense, I still didn't give a damn. Oh my man, you gotta, you gotta show Remy some of, like, the good delinquent shit. Like, you gotta go, you gotta go for, like, GTO, you know? Oh, yeah, no. You gotta get some of that yeah, in there. Great, you gotta... great Teacher Onizuka's been on the list for a while. It's just a matter of, ha, how much do I show him? How much in depth do we get into? And how do we talk about the things that are so outdated and uncomfortable in it? That's, that's the tricky part uh, with shows like that. But no, no, absolutely. I think I might bump it up just so I can get a little bit more delinquent anime under Remington's belt. Uh, are people talking about how Takamichi's, like, really 20 23 or whatever, but he's, you know, uh, still interested in his yes. 
God damn. He's 26? <laughs> yes. He looks, <laughs> he looks younger as 15. a 26-year-old. As a 26-year-old, he looks younger than all of the middle schoolers he interacts with. God, I, I take shits that look older, that look older than him. Um, <laughs> well, like I said, he peaked in middle school, man. Once you stop there, you stop growing in terms of visuals, too, I guess. <laughs> do, oh, okay. Do, do, are people discussing how he's, like, 26, but he's, you know, still... I guess infatuated with like the young girl and the back in the past. I mean, I feel I, like that. I honestly can see people complaining about that, you know, because people like to complain. But uh, I haven't, you know. I haven't heard anything yet. But I wouldn't be surprised if some people point that out. Uh, but yeah, no, it's. I, a, I think uh, it's fine, like to continue to to like to obsess over her a little bit, right? She was your one and only girlfriend. Uh, you had something, blah blah blah. And if you're like 26 years old and and you're still thinking, like, it's a bit sad. But, like, I get it. It's just that if then, th theoretically, in that case, I'm imagining you want the 26-year-old version of them and not the 12-year-old version of them. <laughs> that That's where I think it becomes weird. If you, yeah. if you still are not over them and st and want the 20, the grown-up version of them that's grown up with you, sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, that, that well, or, you know, he explains pretty clearly that he's in love with her. So, I mean... You know, I, I think, who am I to judge, really? I think the way it's... Uh, <laughs> careful there, Mitsugi, that's a dangerous path to travel. Uh, <laughs> but I think I think the general idea is that uh, I think his main goal, obviously, yes, he still has feelings for her, but I think the main goal is, one, to keep her alive. And if it develops into, like, growing, like, the time is split into him growing up with her, then I think that's probably fine. Uh, if it does go a, a strange, creepy route, uh, we'll know once the anime's finished, or I suppose we could go and read the manga, but, uh, you know, that, that depends on how dedicated you are to uh, getting the stuff done quickly. Uh, yeah. Which I know Remington's not, uh, and I know that no matter what, I have, I'm going to probably have to finish this anime again just in case we do a revisit. Uh, but oh, God. either way, it'll be interesting to see how these things unfold and see if uh, the decisions made early on can be remedied and turned into a more coherent full story. Uh, because as it's any, any final I, thoughts from you, Mitsugi? Because because I, I think I've said everything I need to say. Because I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see where the story's going to go. I don't know how he's going to keep these two people from meeting because he can't babysit them all for their entire life. Um, it would be easier yeah. if they define if they define like a specific moment in time that the two actually met, and then you could get, and then you could kind of disrupt that one moment so that they don't make that connection. But it's difficult to uh, to you know sit there be an angel or a devil or whatever on his shoulder for the for his whole fucking adolescence and you know so that he can't <laughs> meet this one person. Yeah. So yeah. you know I'm not really sure how they're gonna sort of figure out how to do that, but I, I suspect that this anime that that, that this isn't going to be the only obstacle that has to be crossed. They're probably he's probably going to keep them from meeting, and then he'll go back to the future, and she'll still be dead, and then they'll have to figure out, yeah. you know, why, and then go back again and fix that thing. So I mean, that's kind of where I suspect we're going. I, I think the I'm general... half expecting I'm half expecting some twist at some moment, like him coming coming back to the present, and in some timeline, he is ultimately the one responsible for her death. That, that's what I, I, I'm just expecting that to be the case in at least one timeline. Oh, that could be fun. How long <laughs> is this manga? Should we expect this anime to be pretty lengthy? Uh, it, from what I can tell, it has 21 uh, uh, volumes. So, okay. decent amount. Uh, I don't think they're going to get through all of that in this uh, one I season. Because I think they only get 14 episodes. But uh, if it does well, does well enough, it might get a second uh, core or a second season, and we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, but speaking of uh, seasons and how it's doing, uh, any guesses from either of you on what the mal score for this show is? 
Uh, it's a little hard to gauge oh. these things because it's still pretty early on. You know, the show's not finished. But, you know, it's always nice to have a idea of what the vast majority of, uh, like, weebs who care enough to write reviews about it on the internet uh, seem to think. I, I think they will like it a lot more than I did. I'm going to say a 7.8. Okay. How many times out of 10 do people in general like the anime more than you do, Remy? Uh, I would say solid, well, nine times out of 10. Yeah, nine times out of 10. <laughs> yeah. There, there are quite right. a few exceptions where uh, Remington has blown away <laughs> that people don't like this as much as they do. I think, I think Odd Taxi uh, had that kind of effect on people. I, that was, that was wild. Uh, I, I expected that one to be high, high more highly rated. Yep, uh, uh, it's much more yeah, highly so rated I'm, now. I'm saying, I will say that, but now that it's, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying seven point eight. What, what's your guess, Mitsugi? Well, I actually already know what the score is. Uh, uh, oh, oh. But, but, what, but what I will tell you is that. We had a, so we do a listener choice poll every season mm -hmm. and we let people pick the, yeah. sh like the shit, like, you know, we can't cut, we pick about, uh, about, we, we've changed the system recently, but we pick a handful of shows that we want to review and then we let the audience pick a couple shows. So I know yeah. that this show is really well liked because it came in second place in a pretty stacked spring season uh, behind Ooh. only the anime 86. So I know that people like this anime pretty well. So, you know, I do go on my anime list to reference information and stuff. So I have seen the score on here. Ah. Um, I'm not really surprised, though. I think it's because I actually like this anime quite a bit. I think it's I think it's I think it's solid. Um, it sounds like I, I was too low in my guess. Uh, well, see. Uh, so then let, let me ask you a different question, Mitsuki. Uh, based on the first three episodes that you've seen, what would be your preemptive score for this show if you were going by the mouse system? Um, I'd probably give it like an 8.1. Really? Fantastic. Well, you know, I, I I mean, you know, having been watching anime for way for way 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 too long, you know, because I'm I'm not a spring chicken anymore. And <laughs> yeah. so, you know, I'm something like 20 years plus into watching anime. You see a lot of the same stuff all the time. You know, it's it's not that uncommon to just watch an anime and you're like you can rattle off five, six other shows that are exactly like the one that you're currently watching. Yep. I don't think Tokyo Revengers is really all that samey. If that's if, you know to invent a word, I, I don't I don't think yes there are time travel anime yes there are delinquent anime but this anime doesn't give me the feeling like oh I've seen this for fifteen times before you know the way the way that I'll feel the next time I watch like another isekai show oh, or you know the next I, I think, or, or the I, next time I, I think watch a lot Kingdom of our listeners like I think a lot of our listeners are going to be very happy that we had you on this episode uh, because we we just have such different views. On, on like, anime that are exemplified through uh, our differences in opinions of Tokyo Revengers. I mean, so, uh, like I, that said, you know, like I said, like, like I said before, I'm, lo I'm looking at the full cast of characters of the delinquents here, and there's not one fucking pompadour. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know how this happens. You can't even give me, like, one, like, one good curly Q pompadour, like, like, you know. I mean, I'm not asking for a lot here. Truly a you know, We got a lot of slick back hair. We got a lot of, like, shaved heads and shit, but there's not one fucking pompadour. Yeah, like, the closest you know, we I, I do I'm, have to the pompadour is Atsushi, which is the redheaded one, where he kind of has one, but it's, like, limp and hanging down in front of his face, like, all the <laughs> yeah. way. You know what? Fuck this. I'm giving this show a 5 out of 10. There's no pompadours. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. But, no, seriously, I think it's, I think it's been quite enjoyable. I, I just, you know, sometimes, and I've been watching a lot of Retro Crush, which mm -hmm. is that which is that TV service that has all the retro shit? Yep. Because it's nice to go back and watch old stuff from like the '80s because it's so different than anime now. It's like not even close to the same type of stuff. So you you get like a very you know it's very refreshing to watch something that's so different 
And Tokyo Revengers is not quite as like different as something from like the late '80s or whatever, like uh, you know, like, like Goku Midnight Eye or something like that. It's not, mm. it's not that uh, like out of the box, but it's definitely n- not like something I've seen a bunch of times. And uh, honestly, the dub was pretty good, and it doesn't look bad at all. I, I don't, I don't mind the character designs one bit. I can't really speak to the music much, but yeah, I thought I think it's been pretty good. And um, this one will be, I think, an enjoyable watch when when I do get around to watching all the, all of it. Yep. So just to uh, clarify, Ram, you said it was like a 7.6. What was that? that I, I think I guessed 7.8 was my official 7.8. Yes. Uh, Which and- already, in my mind, I, I was going higher than I thought it would be. I was like, I, I overestimated, but now it sounds like I am, still fell short. Yeah, well, with about 123,000 uh, viewers at the time of this recording, uh, uh, Tokyo Avengers is sitting nice and pretty at an 8.27. So quite a bit higher than oh you uh, anticipated. I, I I don't understand, but that's the norm. <laughs> it's okay, right? If you if you look at the spring season, which again was loaded, yeah, for sure. Oh my God, Fruits Basket, the final season is now the fourth highest rated anime ever on this website. Yes, it is. That is. And- I mean, it wow. It kind of deserved it, honestly, in my opinion. But it must be fucking good. It is very good. Uh, Tokyo Revengers is the fifth highest rated show from this season. Yep. So, Which is uh, high praise. High praise indeed. Uh, yeah, it was pretty loaded. So uh, with that, I suppose the final question to ask uh, both of you, is any chance you guys would be interested in watching more Tokyo Revengers? Y- you know, I, 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 I'll, I'd probably pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> No, not gonna. I've seen enough. Like all this positive re- review from Mitsuki hasn't like made you uh, at least a bit curious to see if it goes in a slightly different direction. You don't want to like te- temper your opinion for now. And maybe see down the line if it improves. Just, just let me know if there's a pomp and if there is. Send me a picture, and that's the most satisfaction I think I could muster. What anime have you seen that where you watched it and you said, "Fuck yeah, I want to watch more of this." Well, well, oh, I mean, there's there's been uh, a, a couple like like Sean mentioned uh, one. Odd Taxi was one we saw a few episodes of, and definitely interested in uh, potentially seeing more of that. Um, some some like classics like uh, Full Metal Alchemist was on that list as well. It happens. It does occur where I am interested in watching more. We, Never, no, we have not covered. No, absolutely. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh come on. Maybe one. Day. Maybe one. No. I mean, really, with a with a question like that, you just gotta take a step back, sit sit in a chair, think about it for a second, and just say to yourself, "Come on, <laughs> come on." <laughs> All right, I'll put it to you then, Mitsuki. If you had to choose one show for us to cover on this podcast, what show would you want us to cover the most then? Um, any if- any possible show. I mean, do do you have a specific genre in mind, or is it just anything? No, at all? just fo- follow your heart. What would you want us? to do i have a few shows that like i'm a big sucker for and i and I, I recommend them to everybody and i think it's a mixture of having seen them when i was younger and so i have a soft spot and also <laughs> yeah. i just think that they're that they're good shows in their genres i think that the 12 kingdoms is a, is a really great show i think it's probably one of the best isekai world building shows that it's out there um i'm a i'm a big just pusher of like oh one of one of my favorite animes that I recently bought a like the I have, I have some anime cells that I collect and I, I hang them up and uh, Golden Boy is one of my favorite animes. It's mm-hmm. a little pervy, but it's uh pretty. I think it's fucking hilarious. It's creative I it's and it's perviness. I think it's the funniest show I've ever seen. <laughs> and um, Crest of the Stars is a big is a big fan favorite for me. I've recommended that to about a thousand different people. Nobody listening to this show that listens to my podcast will be shocked by any of those. 
picks. But Crest of the Stars is, you know, it's a nice like romance space opera with some pretty with some pretty cool like space battles in it. So uh, and and those are all and uh, except well, Twelve Kingdoms is like forty five episodes, but the other two are pretty short. So well, then maybe we'll have. To I would watch that. more of Tok- I would watch more of Tokyo Revengers. I'm I'm uh, I'm not like flipping my shit over it, but you know I but I think it's really quite good and. Um, you know, I've seen a whole lot of shit that's not nearly this good lately, and so I'm I'm definitely excited. Fantastic. So you know, you you can only watch so much Rent a Girlfriend before you just start to lose your fucking mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've covered that one, haven't we, Rem? Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> so. All right. Well, with that, thank you all guys for watching. Before we get out of here, though, uh, Mitsuki, this is your chance to shine, to say to the world what you want them to know. Tell our audience all about yourself, about your podcast, your likes, your interests, you know, what you like to do on a date, you know, just little things. (laughs) I'm bathing in the warm light of uh, the spotlight. It feels so good. Oh, yeah. So... The Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast was started like in July of 2009, I think. It was just a bunch of me and a couple of my uh, close friends from college. We all did the anime club together and we were all sitting around a table and, you know, thought, why not? You know, we can do a podcast. And and uh, I guess it's been like it's um, it's pretty much 12 years later. I'm still doing the podcast. We've had a lot of hosts come and go. You know, the the general sort of mantra of, you know, we're here to make your anime addiction worse has never really changed. And, uh, you know, we try to make I try to make the show feel as much like terrestrial radio as I can. So there it has some of that feel to it. And and we like to have fun. You know, we have bonus content that we record, too, for people who want to, you know, support us. But um, if anybody wants to check out our podcast, it's uh, over at aapodcast.com. Of course, it's on iTunes. It's on you know wherever the hell you watch or listen to the podcast you know it's the the google play stitcher pocket cast wherever we're on twitch um on sundays at 5 p.m eastern standard time and we just have a good time we do it on sundays and you know i hope some of you guys will come check it out and and we have a guy on our podcast that's not too uh different than remy in terms of uh being a (laughs) A pretty, a pretty serious critic. So I won't say who that is. You'll figure it out quickly. But perfect. So, so if if you guys are interested, we strongly recommend that you go, uh, go check him out. Thank you once again for for joining us. It's been an absolute blast. Mitsugi, you're welcome on. Yeah, and thanks for having me. Oh, good. You better watch what you. You, you better watch what you <laughs> promise. You might, you might, uh, you might regret it later. Well, hey, man, I, I, I just, it feels nice having somebody to support me in my opinions every once in a while, you know, rather than tearing me down brick by brick. It's nice to have somebody who understands where I'm coming from, you know? (laughs) Listen, if you guys ever do GTO or Golden Boy or Crest of the Stars or any of the other shows I've mentioned, then give me, give me a holler. You know, I'll be happy to come back and just gush like a, like a, like the biggest fanboy you've ever seen. It'd be embarrassing. Uh, you'll never have me on again after that. I promise. Just let me know. You know, I'd be happy to come back and talk to you again about my love interests. Fantastic. Anime, so. Well, thank you very much again for joining us, Mitsugi. We uh, really appreciate it. And yes, like we said, go check out Anime Addicts Anonymous. It is a fantastic podcast, and I can't recommend it enough. All right, Thanks, so now guys. we're we're gonna go and do uh, patron stuff. So we're gonna stay on the call, but you you can leave uh, and and be free. Yeah, you glorious f- son of a bitch. I will fly like a bird and uh, leave you to your to your biggest fans. So thanks again, guys. Thanks again, man. It was a genuine pleasure.
See ya. Bye. Bye. Alrighty. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed us uh, exploring the deep intricacies of... Let me try that again. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if you were going for intricacies or eccentricities. Both or at what? the same time. And it was not coming out that way. All right. Take two. All right. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, if you enjoyed listening to us to delve into the deep eccentricities of the high school teenage delinquent life, then please head on over to wherever you review your podcast, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and leave us a review. It means the world to us. It helps us get out to more people, and we can't thank you enough for doing so. But if you'd like to support us even more directly, we also have a Twitch channel. Uh, Twitch.tv slash context, where you can gain access to lots of uh, live-action gameplay content, including some chatting content that is questionable at best. But if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash context, where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to have Remington horribly mispronounce your name. And Remington, who are we thanking this week? As always, we, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on up, we reach the Yandere waifu tier, who are having us fight to the death uh, to figure out who wins their love. And on that list, we have Walk Me Home Gently, Turtle Nation, Sundere Dragon, Totally God, The World Shall Know Propane, Sorry Mother, Sizorum, Silent Secondary, Sean Produces Leaders of Gamer Goo, Sean Aragay, <laughs> Sean Aragay is on Ensign Hiatus. Please send me your submissions at T4S on Discord. <laughs> Uh, one sec. Please send me your submissions. I'll, I'll do this properly. At uh, deforest-ky uh, hash 4035 on Discord. So there we go. You can send your your arrogate submissions there, I guess. No, thank you. Um, you don't have to. Don't don't spam that poor person's uh, inbox. I, I feel like they this may have been a bad decision for them. I don't know if they should have done that. Uh, Scoopy Loopy Boopy Doopy Hoopy Goopy Oopy, Sarah Birch, Sammy Pritchard, Salty Pretzel, Sequoia Fay, Remington Connoisseur of Anime Titties, Remington's Imaginary Friends, Remington Merrill, Rem You Failed the Name Pronunciation Test, Rem Wants to Be White Swartz Meister, We Really Hit a Bottleneck at Rem, uh, Redneck Weeb, Red, Ready to Be Isekai'd, No, I Can't Possibly Say This Name on the Podcast, I'd Rather Watch Every Episode of Beastars Than Read This Name, Navi, Matthew, my brother, unironically likes SAO Drum. Matt, I swear that's not my Joey Wheeler, Doki Makra G. Makachop92, Luke Offenberger, Lonely Geek23, Let's Do Death Parade. Parade? That's definitely not Parade. It is Parade. It, no, because it has a thing on the E. It has a thing on the E. Yeah, no, that's just that's just how they do it. Yeah, but it has it, it, Kyrie, it does have a thing on the but... Juan Joritos. Jax, Ichigo Sim 015. I went to a shrink to analyze my dreams. She says it's lack of sex bringing me down. I want to dress up like a shark and watch you chum. Oh, God. I believe in Taiga Isaka's supremacy. Hanakawa. Glenn Michael Dolan. Ghostly Bishi, I need more Joey Wheeler in my life. Gay as fuck, but without the fuck, because I'm ace. Gate duck. Fuck of love, Foxen boy. Fruit is the best V Shoujo girl. Fern the Sandwich Man. Farmer Weeb wants and Joey Wheeler. Hey, you, you thought this was an Eggfest reference, but it was me, Theo. That's a good one. That's a good one right there. Erica P. Dom Toretto is the best shonen pro tag. Data type. Dark with light. Dark Swarm 713. Danny Morabito. Shy 900. Christian Moss. Christian Crawford. Cheese Monkey. Broke Bitch. Blake Dubin. Baby Bun. Aerial Bird. Apostle of the Church of Remington. Anime Duck. Anime Aunt. 
Andrew Rowkey, Elise Howard, Alpha Weeb, Alexa Hickman, and Albert Avila. Thank you all so, so much. Uh, moving on, we reach our boy wizard tier. Celebrating Elijah Wood with everyone is getting their own Lord of the Rings based BuzzFeed quiz. Uh, we, we continue to scrape the bottom of the barrel, uh, every week. Uh, and we, we, who knows when we'll, we'll fix it. Uh, we have Wolf. You are going to get, it's time to decide between Lord of the Rings hot guys and potato dishes from the gods. What? <laughs> I don't even know what? what that one means, Wolf. Take it and let us know uh, how, what, what the hell it's about. Uh, Rare Country Roads is the best Ghibli movie. Fight me, Kumiko. Oh, and the first... It was by Lego Forest, the quiz. We give credit here. Uh, Rare Country Roads is the best Ghibli movie. Fight me, Kumiko. You're going to yet find out if you're more Hobbit or Elf by designing your dream Hobbit house. Feels a bit skewed, in my opinion. That's by Lilia. Um, then we have Pilkster, the Symphogear Advocate. You get... Uh, if you're a true Lord of the Rings fan, then you should know the correct spelling of these words. By Aurelia of Mirkwood. MT the Poet, you are going to get... Which obscure Middle-earth resident is your husband? That, that's a fun okay, one. That, by that uh, Shalouz. Alright. Uh, Miguel Delion, you're going to get... Which Lord of the Rings character are you? A Hobbit Dwarf or Elf? By Teddy Lupin72. Kirigiri is best girl and Remington needs to know this. You are going to get... Are you more like Legolas or Thranduil? Thran Thranduil? Thran Thranduil? Thran Thran Sean? Nah, I'm just gonna let you suffer. S sit in that. Ah, uh, fuck. Piss off the Lord of the Rings fans <laughs> while you're at it. <laughs> My Piper Thomas. Uh, Casa Morocco, you get to take... This is which Lord of the Rings character you are based on your favorite snack. They're directly related. Uh, and that's by Michelle No. Justin Kessinger, you get... Can you actually choose between these Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings characters? Hey, thank you for giving us a Harry Potter reference. We fucking needed this by Freddie Apperly. I mean, you have gone to just a different barrel at this point. So it's like... It's the same barrel. It's a barrel that's tangentially next to the other barrel. Like some of the There's... mold from the first barrel that has been completely <laughs> eviscerated has seeped into the oak of the other barrel. And that's the closest thing we're getting right now. Oh God. Yeah. I, I don't know how long this barrel is going to last if I'm being honest. I live in Ogden. Yes, that one. You are going to get Forge of Ring of Power and we'll give you an orc name by Tim Unkenholz. That, that one's different. I appreciate it. Uh, I call Bone Drew Daddy. You get... Good luck choosing between these Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter scenes uh, by Joyful Owl 42 Hanata is a ball of sunshine. You get... Which Lord of the Rings character are you based on the vacation you planned by Hip and Steel? Oh, God, there's so many of you. <laughs> and all, there's so many just quizzes that are just like trivia. Can you... Do you know Lord of the Rings? Hey, hey, bet you, bet you don't. Bet you don't. For example, Enrique Perez Torres, you get only top tier Lord of the Rings fans can actually name all nine members of the of the Fellowship by Ali Hayes. Uh, it's they're just all so so bad. Well, I mean, you're the one um, who chose this to be the topic, so th this this came up when I searched for it on BuzzFeed. So this is the one that DJ Hires is gonna get. Your tater preferences will reveal which movie you should watch while you're stuck at home. Spoilers: It's all Lord of the uh, Rings. It's all Lord of the Rings. Uh. D dedicated sadist, how garbage are your Lord of the Rings opinions by Freddie Apperly. Uh, Freddie, you've, you've made quite a few of these. Declan, uh, Zahariah, you are going to get pretend to be in Lord of the Rings and we'll tell you if you successfully destroyed the one ring. Darth Pikachu, you get, you can only pick one character for every fandom and I apologize in advance for how hard these decisions will be, uh, by Allie Hayes. Uh, and that's it. Thank you all of you. Those are some bad quizzes.
Bad quiz. We really need different premise for this son of a bitch, but I'll keep scraping as much as I can. Uh, moving on, we get to the White House with the Chef and Omusco tier, where everybody is getting a combination of a famous criminal fusion dancing with a famous time traveler. So I that's with that we're, we're they're time traveling delinquents. That, that's how we're we're doing that. Okay, so, sure, fine. Why not? They'll do the fusion dance, and this is what'll come out. Yes. So, uh, Zachary Shirley is open all eight inner gates and seven heavenly breaths unless there's a revisit to IQ. You get the combination of Al Capone, a pre pretty, pretty good one, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, fusion dancing with Fry from Futurama. That's, um, that's, they, a, that's a mix. It, it is quite the mix. Fry pone. <laughs> uh, good old Fry pone. Uh, that, that's what you get. Uh, Silicon Spectre, you get H.H. Holmes. Oh. Um, oh. the first serial killer of America. Also one of the most twisted. Com combine with, uh, with Marty McFly. So, so, you know, good old time traveling murder at that point and trying to bang your mom. It, it gets weird. Moms. It gets weird. Uh, <laughs> Ralph Talia is my anime waifu. You are going to get, uh, Charles Manson. Oh, Jesus. I know. Um, combined with Doctor Who. <laughs> I mean, the obvious one for that would just be like so, Dr. Manson, but I don't think we want to give him that kind of credit. Nah, yeah, yeah, and, and you know, so we just, they both sort of have cults already. <laughs> one definitely does. The other one, like, sort of. Yeah, no, it, it's I mean, hard to say well, whether or not Manson had a cult at that point. Uh, all right, then, uh, Peter Maziel, you're going to get, uh, Ted Kaczynski. Oh, my Christ. <laughs> it's real fuck. This is sort of fuck. This is incredibly uh, cursed. What are you going to do for your mother? I'm, Oh, don't make... Oh, God, I don't know yet. We'll figure that out. You are going to get um, Ted Kaczynski and Ted from uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So just uh, double Ted right there for you, Pete. Uh, Ted Ed. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, my dear old mom... Choose wisely. ...is going to... We'll, we'll start with the time travel. That one's easier, I feel. Uh-huh. Um, my dear old mom is going to get... Uh, you know what? Boo, let's get more Harry Potter. Hermione Granger, she's a time traveler. Technically, yes. Yeah. And, uh, criminal. We're gonna go with, um, a, 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 a lighter one for, for this one. We're, we're not gonna get as Heavy intense. as some of the worst serial killers in the history of America. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna... We're going to go a little bit lighter. So it's going to mix Hermione Granger with uh, Frank Abagnale uh, Jr. Um, okay. Famous con man. Okay. Uh, uh, catch me if you can, if you're familiar. There, there we go. There we go. Uh, a, a lighter and happier one for my dear old mom. Thank all of you so much. If you'd like to reach out to us, and uh, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. Thanks again to the lovely Mitsuki for joining us. And as always, don't fuck your sister. My girlfriend is very much aware that Hitler is my celebrity chief. My girlfriend is very much aware that Mitsugi is my celebrity chief. That that's that's the motto of the episode. Treat your butthole right.
I, I like the intrigue, the mystery. Not so fast. <laughs> I mean, there was there was genuinely a time where Sean told me to watch a show, and by complete accident, I didn't watch the first season of that show. Well, and, and, it was a mess. <laughs> and, 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 and what was that show? It was Psyche K. <laughs> Mm. I, I genuinely had no idea that I was watching the fourth season. Like, I was like, I feel like the pacing is a bit off. They aren't introducing things. But also, like, that's just what anime does a lot. It, it, was, a, it was a nice little mess of an episode. My vendetta, with, my vendetta with Netflix and streaming services in general is that, you know, we all, well, the smart ones of us got rid of cable a long time ago. And, uh, yeah. and now it's like, now I've got Hulu, Verve. <laughs> fucking yeah. uh, Netflix, Funimation, all this shit. Yep. And now I'm spending yep. 40 bucks a month anyway, and I still have to wait <laughs> like an extra six weeks to watch Beastars. Go fuck yourself. I paid the goddamn money already. so I support it. Yeah. Man, I am not fucking around right. today. <laughs> good, good. I'm right, sleep I'm deprived and uh, ready to fucking go. Oh, dude, same. I think you're supposed to drink it, but you know, whatever works for you. Yeah, you should. You're not supposed to snort it. You could put it up your <laughs> anus. You, you, you could stick it up your anus. Hey. Butt chug. <laughs> People do coffee enemas. Why shouldn't they? Let them live their life, Sean. Why you always have to try to stop people from doing things like that? You should just let them. It it's my body. I can shove. I can shove whatever I want up my own orifices. <laughs> if I want to stick, you, you see, you see, you're like, you know, it should at least be an espresso. You gotta treat <laughs> treat your butthole right. <laughs> that that that's that that's that's the motto of the episode. Treat your butthole right. That's, that feels like it, it's the motto of uh, of a fast food restaurant. Treat your butthole right. Come on. Mmm. <laughs> it's some kind of a party. A poopy party. <laughs> we haven't even started. It's already such, such a delightful mess. Oh, I started recording a long time ago. Oh, I, I've been recording too. It's just that it's not just not been like properly. Uh, mm -hmm. we, haven't, we haven't done the official beginning. We've just been yep. talking about coffee. <laughs> nice, wholesome content. Uh... Uh, now, if you'll excuse the pun. Awesome. Uh, Get yeah. it? Yep. Yep. Hey. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. 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 Comedy podcast hosts, <laughs> right, y'all. We're here to make Sean, people laugh. Sean, let's go. Sean, start the episode Gosh, already. Let's Jeez. go. <laughs> All righty. Let's get started then. In three, two, one, mark. <laughs> 